This is Life with Cat Walsh. Welcome back, everyone. How are you guys? What's been new? Today is December 30th, 2022. We are just about to head into 2023. I can't believe this year is already done. It's been a... It's been a lot for me, but on the inside. I can't say the outside world has really reflected that as much, um, but I am really excited about 2023. And for this episode in particular, I'm going to share a few messages that had come through for me. I had uh, I had done an Akashic reading yesterday, and one of the things that came through um in the reading was, was that when I receive messages for myself that oftentimes, uh, it's for others as well. That is just universal because we are all, we're all one, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like there's so, we share so much similarity. And so I put together a list here of, uh, five things that are my kind of, my messages to myself. And if any of them resonate with you for your 2023 or how you want to start this new year, by all means, take them all, take one, take two, use them, use it as a template if it's helpful. For me, it's given me a whole lot of, uh, yeah, like just clarity and knowing how to move. And I, I got the I got the direction that I needed from this from this session, and what I'll do is at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode in the show notes, I'll make sure that I put the Akashic reader as well. Her name is Jeanette Mendia. She's amazing. She does zooms, so she does not need to be in your uh, city. So if you are called to do that, I'll make sure to put her information. But for now, you're here and you're hanging out with me. So uh, I would love to kind of break down what she told me. And I'll just kind of keep it in first person and see how to maybe, uh, uh, like, how we can all apply it if you so choose. So, uh, all right, let us begin. All right, so this was a big one for me. Uh, by the way, some of them, some of these are not going to necessarily be, like, things of what to do but just like ahas like this first one this first one was a big one she had told me that uh healing messages like kind of divine divinely heard messages right and just like the rising consciousness is actually coming from my from the body uh not down through the crown that was massively that was a massive like illumination for me because uh when I meditate I tend to like really like focus on my third eye and I'm trying to mentally understand what's happening right I'm trying to mentally connect with the mind ultimately is I'm not trying to do it but like the mind's always trying to be in there and and hyper concentrate and when she had told me that uh my body that, that the intelligence higher intelligence is actually rising up through uh, up through my body, it was such a major aha. And this is why she said, making sure that we, I'm going to say as a collective, but certainly me, that I'm embodied, doing things to ground my body, to, you know, self-care, that I'm nourishing myself with good foods, that I'm getting, you know, enough exercise, enough sleep, um, is actually so that I can create a clear vessel for hearing. So, 
you know, I, I hope that's helpful for you guys as well. Like even when she was telling me, cause I was telling her, I have a, I have a retreat coming up, a mushroom retreat, which I'm not going to talk about quite yet. It's going to be a trip on this episode actually. But, uh, I was asking her about just that, that journey and, I was talking about just letting go and wanting to really, really just kind of like lose myself in the experience. I've never really had that true ego dissolution that you hear about from other people have. And and I really feel ready and I'm going to be supported in this. And she said, um, the letting go takes place through the body. That's when it, that's actually how this all came up. And I was like, oh, through the body. Because for me, I would have gone in like, let go, cat, let go, you know, like doing all the things I surrender and all this stuff, not realizing like, oh, it's the, like whether that, you know, that's relaxation, like feeling into all the parts of my body and just like really like releasing. And, and truthfully, like, I don't quite know how to let go through the body. Like this is just new news for me. And so it's exciting though for me because it's, it's that like, uh, it just feels like an O, oh. like no wonder because the mind can't let go. The mind is the one that's hi- holding on for dear life. The mind is the ego, <laughs> you know, that's the part that's clinging on for dear life. So like, why would it be the one that's trying to uh, ditch the party? If you know what I mean? So anyway, that's, that's the first note is rising consciousness through the body, through the body. All right. This is another one. Um, this is obviously a very personal choice, but I, I got this message personally <laughs> from my guides uh, about a month and a half ago, put it in my calendar and did it once. And that's a 24-hour fast, fasting each week. I had put in my calendar, uh, it was actually, I did, do, I did every other week where it, every Tuesday was supposed to be, this is my day to do a 24-hour fast. Well, this came up again. And this time, like, I didn't obviously prompt her on this. And she said, fasting is going to be very important for me, uh, basically starting now. And to choose one day that doesn't change every day through the week to do a 24-hour fast. Now, let me give a little context about why this is for me. You know, uh, food. Food, for whatever reason for me, is... I mean, I guess it's for a lot of people, is very top of mind all the time. It actually takes up a lot of real estate in my mind. And if you look at me, I'm a, you know, like a a thin, you know, pretty thin person. So like you wouldn't actually think, just looking at me, what my relationship with food is, you know? And it's actually very, it's high, it's not even just addictive. It's, it's very linked to survival. And we talked about that in, in my session. I was like, yeah, it's, I must've been like starving in other lives because I get like almost nervous. Like if I'm going out and doing errands, I almost get nervous about like getting hungry. Uh, like being hungry makes me nervous. And, and, uh, and I'm always like, you know, I'm somebody who like likes to snack and I'm always thinking about the next meal. It's, it really, it's, I've been talking about this actually for the past, you know, month and a half, really being like, what is going on here with, with this? It's just, maybe it's always been like this, but it's very prevalent. And so what the guides were telling me through, through Jeanette was that fasting will be a way for me to not only like clear, basically that for me to reestablish a new relationship with my body and during those times when the body thinks it's starving because obviously a 24-hour fast is not fun there's no doubt I've done them and they're not fun 
they're doable and you're going to be fine. I mean, again, this is not a health thing. Oh my God, let me put a disclaimer on this. Don't do this. Talk to a doctor. But, um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like it, it, the body feels as though it's dying and it, and it, and I get, I remember the first time it was, I was so grumpy. I couldn't even, it was all consuming. It was crazy. Like, and I've done it a couple other times and it's gotten a little better, but she's basically was advising and my guides were advising that that during the times when it starts to feel like it's going into starvation mode or like it like needs food to start like talking to my body and saying like you're gonna have food tomorrow and and your safety is okay like you're safe you're safe in your body you can you can now detach your survival from food because you're nourished you know you're nourished you're gonna have the meal and, um, you know, I know uh, it's very sad to me that there's so many people that still don't have that. But for those of us that do have that and that we have the, the opportunity and the privilege to know that we're going to have a meal uh, the next day, that, that we can start to, sorry, I don't want, I don't want to say we, cause I don't want to like bring you guys into this if you don't want to, but forgive me if I start using that. I don't mean it as like a you know, that's just how I talk guys. So anyway, um, but you know, it, it, that it essentially, it helps to, that we can start to communicate with the body that survival is not linked to food anymore for us. And that quote survival, even though that's probably the wrong term is actually the connection to the divine is actually the connection to source, to our higher self, to the part of ourselves that speaks very clearly to us but when our but when we're in a survival mode of living and being of course um, hearing this the the quiet voice within that the the god self the divine self speaking to us um it gets very it gets quieted because the body's needs are very important and so thought that one was really big too so if anyone's feeling called for it let me know and know that you're not alone I'm doing mine on Tuesdays so Tuesdays is gonna be my 24-hour fast and she also mentioned for those that uh are able to do this but for myself who makes my own schedule that to do very little on that day if possible that that is a sacred day and a self-care day and uh, a day to meditate and rest and sleep and uh, do things that feel good for your soul you know art things of that nature, maybe it's not a big, heavy workout day, unless that's part of your self-care. And I think movement is always part of mine, certainly. Um, but it might not be like a power yoga. It might be a yin flow, something of that nature, right? And 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 that, like, uh, especially with, like, scheduling, that just to block it out in my own schedule and, like, no dates, no friends, like, on that day, like, no, that this is my day for myself, uh, where I'm basically going to be starving by myself doing art. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I thought that was uh, a really interesting little tidbit that I want to pass on. The third piece is she was mentioning that this rising consciousness, right? The new earth that is birthing here, uh, is going to be obviously very different in many ways. And one of those ways are going to be this idea of like one source of income, like one job basically that, that uh, you know, funds your life is kind of a way, is an old, is part of the old paradigm. And that my guides had mentioned to me that it's very important for me to have multiple streams of income 
And that organization is going to be very important for me to make sure that I'm, uh, that I can take on more than I think, but that I need to be very organized and I need to honor my self-care and, and like be smart around my scheduling. So, um, I thought that was a, a little, a little bit, oh, and the, and the thing she had mentioned is, uh, and being of service, you know, in, in whatever way that is for you, for us, and certainly for me. And so I'll give you guys now like a little example of, of what that looks like for me. So I have a path forward for trip on this that I'm so excited about. And it's, it was always staring me in the face, obviously sponsorships like the cat, but you know, it was, a, I had a lot of uh, self doubt and just like thinking like, am I big enough? And this not, and I've had a couple people in the know that are like, yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. So that being one stream of income, but obviously certainly not in the beginning, not going to be it. Um, I'm, I look after dogs sometimes. So that's another stream. Uh, I have another opportunity that I'm not quite, ta- not quite talking about yet, but that could be coming up. That would be really, really cool. Um, that I would be very excited about. So that would be another. And, you know, depending on what happens with that particular opportunity, I even said like, you know, maybe even part-time serving on a couple days so that it's just multiple incomes. And I said, serving to her. And she said, serving in all ways. And I said, oh, and, and she said, basically like any choice that you do to make sure that um, it doesn't feel like a letdown or that there's any kind of like a, a failing and that's I needed to hear that for myself because I had gone into trip on this thinking like somehow a miracle is going to happen and I'm going to somehow make an entire living by starting an entirely new podcast and miracles are going to happen and and all of this stuff and yes miracles did happen actually to to keep me afloat but not to like create a sustainable living yet and so uh And so now I'm like, oh, okay. So now understanding that like I, we are meant to be doing many things is kind of the fun of life now that like, we're not like locked into one thing that we can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that and like multiple streams. And it also not only like it it creates so much um, more freedom because if something doesn't work out or one of those streams isn't working, like, cool, you got a few other ones over here, you know? And so that was a little bit. So if you are feeling called to start a side hustle or going into something, then consider this your sign that this is it. Uh, What else? Okay. Writing out a plan. What I want to say about this too is she had mentioned to be flexible or the guides had mentioned to me, like, um, we're going to tell you this, but like always with this air of flexibility, you know, because um, being rigid in anything is how we get stuck in, uh, you know, we keep moving forward on a plan that seems to have a lot of roadblocks and then it doesn't work out. And so, or like we're getting the signs that we need to like shift. That being said, I was told by my guides to write out a plan for basically all the streams of uh, income and life because it's going to take a, a pretty like a, a pretty sizable amount of organization. You know, I'm, I'm about to get very, very busy is all I know. And I think that's why I've been on this little bit of this hiatus and this break is 
partly about kind of an initiation into just trusting and surrendering that this kind of illumination was going to happen. Thank you, it did. Uh, but also that my soul needed this rest break because of how busy it's going to get for me um, stepping into this new year. And so the plan that they had uh, mentioned, they said to write it in pen. So for any of you that's that's being called to, and, and not just writing like what the plan is, but like getting very like detailed about like the action steps, how are you going to do it, and your time. You know, the one of the big things that they kept saying to me is, it's important to organize your time because it's important not to get frazzled. It's important not to get exhausted. It's important to create boundaries and make sure that self-care is actually scheduled into your life. I mean, maybe that's like one of the biggest things that we can say, like, is self-care scheduled into your life to be prioritized just as important? I mean, they made it almost like, there's no point in getting busy and doing all these things if you're not doing the self-care because energetically you're not then fueling all that you're trying to create into the world, right? And so it's important to add that in is is what they were saying to me at least. Um, and so I imagine all of us. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, and and the... And once, and to keep writing it in pen and keep doing drafts that it's not going to be like one and done. You're going to look, we're going to look at it. We're going to see like, okay, I see, you know, that's looking good. What about this? Like there's going to be new ideas, new little germs of ideas that come up. And then finally, there's going to be a final draft for myself, at least, uh, written in pen again to myself. Now, of course I can then type it out for myself and have it, but, but that I've written it down in pen neatly. And that I, I do an abundant ceremony around this uh, plan that I've put together for myself. And I've never done a specific abundance ceremony, but I plan to do it intuitively. And so I can certainly come on and let everyone know uh, what little, I don't know, little spells and little things that I've done to create ritual for myself. And by spells, I don't mean anything creepy for those being like, ah, that's not for me, or that word was triggering for you. So sorry. Think of it as a ritual or, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll come back if you're interested and talk to you about how I actually, what my abundance ceremony looked like. And then I would say it's always, all, all, all ceremony to me is not rigid. There's nothing rigid about working with spirit anyway and what works for us us as individuals and so you just connected in with you might like take little bits of what I say and you might have a good idea and you might have heard something from someone else but ultimately it's about then asking spirit and realizing like we don't have to do it all ourselves. yes the the masculine right is is the part of me that's going to be writing the plan that's the masculine that's the doer that's like okay these are the action steps this is what I have to actually do right in the in the physical but not forgetting uh, that abundant ceremony is is the feminine. That's the receptive mode. That's the receiving of all that we ask for, right? And making sure that that stays very top of mind. She had mentioned also that to um, do like a prayer before my altar with my plan in front of it and to come to it every day and to acknowledge that plan and to, you know, connect with, the that abundant ceremony I did and to really continue to 
fuel it both energetically and then, of course, how I'm physically moving it through the world. And then finally, my last little tip, it actually just came from, um, this is just uh, a me thing right now that's just been greatly helping me, and that's discipline. I needed a lot of sleep, honestly. Uh, I needed a lot of sleep this past, I'd say, month, and I just, I didn't set alarms, and I really just, like, let myself sleep, but then I would still get up and do stuff, but, like, I was, by the time it was, it was just late, you know, in the afternoon, and, and so I was, like, and it was actually creating more stress around certain things, and so um, what's been really helping is just discipline, and what discipline looks like for me is I wake up at the same time every day, even on weekends right now, um, there, that might be a little bit more flexible. I'm, I'm also doing this discipline because I've got this retreat coming up. So this is also my dieta, if you will, for, for this mushroom ceremony, for these mushroom ceremonies that I'll be doing. Um, so I'm waking up at 5.55 AM every morning. Uh, I am doing, I journal first thing. So I'm journaling right away when I wake up and then I do, about a 10 to 10 to 20 minutes of breath work guided breath work I found a great guided breath work teacher on YouTube his name is breath work with Sandy or breathe with Sandy I'll, I'll link it here in this as well but he's just does have these like bite-sized videos and that has really helped me because I've had so much resistance oh my god good lord so much resistance to breath work and this has really helped me get past that hurdle. So breath, breathe with Sandy is his YouTube. He's great. And, um, and movement. I'm just making sure that I do at least 30 minutes of yoga a day. Sometimes I've gone up to an hour, but I keep it, I've kept it reasonable for myself as long as I can do it every day, you know? And even today, for example, like I did 45 minutes, but it was just stretching. It was just like a 45 minutes of stretch. (laughs) So, um, but it's still like, moving, um, eating well. So just in general, like knowing intuitively, like what eating well is for me, like cutting down certainly on, on, you know, breads and grains, um, a little bit of cheese is okay, but not like a ton. And the biggest thing that I've cut out is processed sugar right now. So for a sweet, if you're looking for a sweet and you're cutting out processed sugar, I can highly recommend, oh my God, I'm obsessed Um, I get dates, I'll like get dates and I'll cut it open and I'll take out the pit and then I put cream cheese, like a whipped cream cheese in it and I put a pecan, pecan, you know, nut and it is just so delicious. I love the texture of it. If you like Tootsie Rolls, like it kind of reminds me of like a Tootsie Roll texture. Oh my goodness gracious. And it's like kind of, it's not guilt free, but like it's natural sugar, you know what I mean? So um, I'm still getting my sweets a little bit, but just not any just, you know, refined sugar. And I got to say, my energy has been so much better. I've also just went off coffee today. This is the first day without caffeine and I'm not going to lie. I feel it. I'm feeling it, but I'm okay. I'm doing that for, uh, more of the ceremony though, because your girl likes her coffee. Although I'm going to try and be cutting down on my caffeine a bit or just kind of switching to green tea. So and then the final thing is follow through. This is this is going to be one. This is one the guides actually told me too is when I make that plan, that that detailed beautiful plan that I'm going to be writing, that it's very important that I follow through with the steps. 
And so I think we all know that, but when you hear it loud and clear uh, from from a higher aspect of ourself, then it becomes more real because then it becomes like, oh yeah, do you really want, you want to, you want to see a miracle? Then it, it takes your, it takes your follow through. It takes your attention. It takes your intention. So that is what I got for you guys on new year's. I hope that this didn't like overwhelm everyone. This is a lot and it's like a very like disciplined list and if there's one thing even to like pick out from it, then cool. And if not, like all good. I just wanted to share what what I'm going to be doing and what what helped me. And I'm going to pull a Metatron card for us. What are you guys doing on New Year's while I open this? What are you guys doing? I am going to be staying in. I'm going to be with my folks. I have an. I got my dad. It's for all of us, really, but a a non-alcoholic. Sp- or like a non-alcoholic champagne that I've tested and it's amazing. It's by a brand called Naughty with an O. Uh, Oh my gosh. Like if you're not a drinker, you're trying to cut down, but you want to feel like you're having the taste of alcohol. Like, holy shit, you guys, it is so delicious. The rosé is really good too. It's a little bit, um, it's a little on the sweeter side, but yeah, we're going to be toasting to that and it's going to be very intentional for me this year. Although I got to say, I got to say, I do love a fun New Year's too. So if you're going to be with friends, if you're going to go dancing, if you're going to be with people close to you, right on. Whether we play coming into the new year or whether we are intentionally waking up feeling great for the next day, all power to you. You know what I mean? All right. Metatron. Metatron's our guide that we are pulling from. This is the Archangel Metatron deck by Amanda Ellis. Bless her. Love her so much. Metatron. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay. 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 I love this. I love this card. I know I say that every time. I just do. This is the indigo card. As you can see, it's a, there's a little girl on the card, and she's looking up at a star. And it says, mystery, uh, mystery and mastery of life. Oh, well. Perfect. The mystery and mastery of life. I mean, doesn't that go in? Let's just like pulling out the mastery of life right there is is so much about what this whole message has been around is, is, is how can we step up into our lives as the, as, as our highest potential? What is that for each of us? And being gentle with ourselves, obviously, when the times where uh, we're not doing our best, but to always that in every moment we have a choice. There's the higher, there's the, um, what's the, how, what's the word I want to, I didn't want to use like the higher choice, like the higher choice and the lower choice, but I don't want to say it as, as like a judgment, but you know, um, in every now moment we have a chance to choose like love or fear or that we're going to push through like courage or, fear or, uh, you know, all, all of these things that there's always, if before we do anything, there's, we always have a moment to, uh, choose ourself or, um, fall into the mood that we're feeling or whatnot. And again, with a sense of, of judgment because, or sorry, with a sense of judgment, uh, no, but with, a with a sense of compassion for self because mastery takes years. Right. And so 
you know, even like the creation of a plan and discipline and all of these things, it helps us. But um, I'm speaking to myself for someone who like, I could be very hard on myself when I don't come through or when I don't choose the higher path for myself. And I can get very down about that. And then it kind of creates a little bit of a down cycle for myself because then I'm feeling down about being down. And I'm going to try and slow down a lot more this year for 2023, even when it's busy. I think even more importantly, when it's busy to slow down, because that's in those moments is where we, when we really need to hear ourselves and hear what our heart needs in that moment, because the mind will always be running around with its head cut off. It's always going to be putting out quote fires. It's always going to be problem solving and this and that, but the heart knows a much clearer and usually simple path. It's much more simple than what the mind has to offer us. The mind's convolute stuff. And so mastery, and of course, then the mystery. And that's, to me, is that abundance ceremony, right? That's the knowing that we do our part and that we're not doing it alone. You know, that there is so much mystery and magic available to all of us and the more that we lean into it and trust it and and meet it with our own um, steps into it with our own courage with our own new business that we might be starting this year with our own new hobby whatever it is um, that we're also being guided through it and that we're not doing it alone so remember when you're looking at that plan thinking how the hell am I going to do this remember it's not just you you got a whole team of guidance at least this is what I believe, that there's a there's a part of you that sees the path very clearly, very clearly, that sees the path for all of us um, to our happiest and most joyful life and the most fulfilling one. So anyway, thank you all so much for listening, for watching. I hope you all have an amazing, amazing New Year's Eve. I will be back in 2023. I'm not sure if I'm going to be coming on before my retreat. I leave January 6th. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, otherwise, I will be back after that. And so we'll trip on this, you guys. For those of you who know my psychedelic podcast, trip on this. We got a plan, folks. We got a plan. So it's realistically, it's probably going to be um, uh, to get the editor to do everything. Uh, it probably will be a February February release, um, but she's getting ready. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later, guys. Bye.